Quantumly Nourished. I'm your host, Nicole Hartman, and this is a Couples Corner edition. But before we get started today, whether wherever you listen to this, Apple, Spotify, all the things, if you could give a nice little five-star rating, hopefully a five-star rating, and a nice comment or two, it would be greatly appreciated. So, Jeff, you're with us today. Yes, I am. Another <laughs> week. <laughs> you could be a little I more. I don't know enthused. why that's so funny every week, but yeah, here we are. Anyway, um, so today, as you all know, we walk a lot, and one of the things that came up on one of our walks this week was the things that children are up against in schools today, and I, I hate how you know schools always come up, and you know we paint them in kind of a, I hate to say negative light. But it's not great. And um, I think I think some kids are suffering. I don't want to dismiss that there are some really amazing teachers who have tremendously tra- changed how they teach to create more movement into the day. But um, there's some things that are still be to be desired. Well, we're talking about the environment. Yeah, like, we're not getting into curriculum no, or no, testing. No, like, no. no, like if you're no. listening, like, oh gosh, here we go. No, we're not getting into that. It's the environment. Yeah. Now, the school system has basically stated that they're going with a very progressive mindset as it pertains to the environment. Think back to when you were a kid. I don't care if you're 70 or if you're 40 or if you're 20. The school environment has not changed much outside of the progressive nature of that environment. Yeah. So when I was in school, elementary, middle, and high, you rarely went outside. You were stuck inside most of the day, overhead lights, all that stuff was commonplace. I don't know if there's people still around that were in a single schoolhouse where they had a fire in the middle. Like that, that didn't, that doesn't Smith exist. Island, in, it does on Smith Island. Okay. Well, for the, the five Peak people Bay. that, for the five kids that go there, then they're fine. But everyone else, this progressive mindset has definitely changed a lot about the environment. So the progressive mindset or the environment, what does that look like? Well, LED lights everywhere. Why? Energy efficiency. Energy efficiency. Like they yeah. want to save money. They want to say that they're doing better for the environment. You're talking about wireless internet being pumped throughout the entire school, routers in every single room, sometimes a multiple. Like when you talk about a gym, you're going to have more than oh one gosh. router. Yeah. Um, you have um, obviously little to zero access to, to light. Uh, windows are often always closed for more security purposes, purposes and things like that. So a lot of that has changed, but another big factor is no longer is pen and pen and paper, pencil and paper used. Every kid has a device. So in the state of Maryland, where we live, every single public school student is supposed to have some type of individualized device that they can utilize, which is going to cut down on paper. As they say, we're going to save the trees. And <laughs> who cares about the poor kids mining <laughs> for the uh, batteries? And you know, anyway, they're trying to play the Lorax. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> Um, what they do is they say like, they're just going to use their Chromebooks. So they're going to use their iPads wherever they go. So now I'll ask you, I'll throw it to you. So there's that progressive environment. How horrible is that for the young person that's in school all day, every day? Well, it's not good. I, I feel I've mentioned this on many of my podcasts. Like I feel really bad for kids. I feel really nervous almost for health come health outcomes in the years to come. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, Wi-Fi constantly, you're talking about healthy mitochondria, 
But one of the most interesting things in why these things are really bad for kids, especially the younger, that I want to say even up until like into the 20s, is they are not myelinated. So their nerves are not myelinated. They don't have that fatty tissue. So any of this like radiation just goes straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Like we are myelinated and to our benefit, you know, 20 plus years of our life, we didn't have Wi-Fi. I mean, we would have had like microwave radiation. We ever had that kind of stuff. We didn't have like the 4G, 5G kind of stuff. So it's, it's not good. And then you couple that with never going, never having access to go outside. And then when you do have access to go outside they say it's illegal quote unquote to do that to take away like recess time but i'm gonna tell you it's done all the time yeah unfortunately so what we also understand that our situation is not the norm well we have five children they're homeschooled they're here at the house they're outside the majority of the day our days are very flexible um the schoolwork that's done you know is is definitely different in terms of how we handle um the like disseminating that content. And so our, our lives are different, but we also live this you for 10 years, me for 16 as educators. So we can speak firsthand on the topic, Yeah. but what's a kid going to do? Like that's, that's where I kind of, that that's where I come to of, this. And we realize that there's a hopeless. lot of parents that say we both work. Kids have to go yeah. to school. We can't, what are they going to do? And we talked about this on the walk. Mm-hmm. One, uh, the, this is the, uh, the, the natural reaction from people like yourself and other people in that realm is, oh, we'll just have kids wear blue blockers. So, okay, okay. <laughs> I taught middle school and I coached high school. I coached high school for 13 years and taught middle school for 16. You give a kid a pair of oranges or yellows. I, I know. You Those are, are basically giving them an invitation to say, please beat me up or please, <laughs> please make, make fun, fun of me. me. Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, what's a kid going to do? Like yeah, it, that, That's the question. Like, what can they do? Anything? Unless you adjust maybe some settings on your laptop, make sure that they don't have their laptops. You try as best as you can, but you you can't, you're not going to follow them around. You know, like you can't, you can only give them things that they might use, like knowledge that they store that they're like, well, you know, my mom or my dad suggested I do this. Maybe I'll give it a try. Like, don't put it on your body. You know, if you can keep your laptop on your desk and, other than that, <laughs> that's the sad it's thing tough, is that there's not much, really you, there's not much you can do. It, it would have to take because you're never going to get a school system to say, yep, we're going back to ethernet. You know, right. we're, they're not going to do that because then you're plugged in all the time. Um, which is what we did. Like, that's crazy. When we mm-hmm. first started teaching, that was what computer it was. Labs. It was, it still <laughs> was. And they had like one or two computers uh-huh. in the classroom, um, which is crazy because we're not that old. And, um, yeah. <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> but you, yeah, I, I think that you're finding that some teachers are figuring out that if I turn the lights off in the classroom, my kids are calmer because artificial light is very stimulating, you know, both to the eye and then obviously your photoreceptors, uh, melanopsin receptors in your skin. Like, you know, our body is searching for light signals all of the time. And if we're we're never giving it the correct signal. And so I think some teachers are figuring out, turn, I can turn the lights off. I might be able to crack a window. Like you used to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I'm sure that whenever you kept your lights off and you only had the security light on in the classroom, you probably noticed a difference in behaviors. And you even had students comment and say, Oh, can you keep the lights off? 
Yeah, is when we well, I never had the lights on, so they got very uh, accustomed to that, and they expected it to be darker and and all that. And honestly, like when you're using so much technology, like you're using an overhead projector because you're going through slideshows and you're talking about online documents that they're going to have to do. So it actually is a better environment as an educator because it's it's brighter on the screen; they can see it clearer. Uh, But when we had testing and I was in a different classroom, but then went back to my classroom after testing was done and all the lights were on, the kids walked in and said, Oh my gosh, what is going on? And they wanted the lights off. They had gotten used to it. And I would always crack a window um, in the back. And I tell the students if they get cold, let me know, but no one ever complained about it. Um, So school's tough. It's, it's tough. And it's, it is kind of scary when you think about it from that perspective, but at the same time, what about when they get home? So we always say this in our house and you've said it on your podcast and you've uh, said it a bunch of times. You control the controllables. Absolutely. So when you get home, you can actually control that. So yeah. what could you as a parent do to help ease some of that burden physically from the kids that have just been through the radiation and the led lights and not going outside yeah. and stuff like that all day. It sounds horrible, but no, that's the, that's the reality of the situation. I, I think first I, you start in the morning and you know, you keep your lights low in the morning at your house. And honestly it, it can be as simple as, okay, your first light is sunlight. Just open a window and look outside. Cause trust me, if you're trying to adopt something a new way of living or these new kind of like habits that you're trying to create, it's going to be met with some resistance um, because they're going to think you're crazy, Mm -hmm. but that or having windows down on the way to school. If you drive your kids to school, I know that being on a bus can be difficult because they won't let you put windows down sometimes, especially if it's, they have, you know, these fancy air conditioned buses now, but on the way home from school uh, or when they get home, it's a non-negotiable you are outside. Right. You are outside and you're outside for a while. Um, I, I get it. You know, where, where you live is, is dependent on this. And um, if, if you have like a latchkey kid, that can be different, but then the rule is, you know, okay, you're not gonna be on your electronics when you get home. And, uh, but how do you police that if you're not there? Right. You know, like I was a latchkey kid. Do they still exist? <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't they? <laughs> well, I don't know many kids that were latchkey kids when I was teaching. Maybe a handful. That's crazy. But I think that as parents, it's important to say that you you will get the most pushback if you say you're going outside and that's final. Because the kid's going to say, well, this, what am I going to do? What if you don't have any kids in the neighborhood? You have to go out with them. Oh, yeah, one of One to. of you has to go out yeah, with them. Yeah, you have to. It might be like you get in the habit of a daily walk. As right. soon as you get home, go throw the football around, go, go throw baseball yeah, go or go, ride, go shoot go hoops at the park, yeah, go do something. You have to be with them because if not, then they're just going to be like, well, I don't want to do this or it last for a day or two. It's going to die off. It's going to be better for everyone involved. Everyone will feel better. So even if you're a parent that is inside similar conditions, Wi-Fi, you're at a computer, you're yeah, sitting at you a desk, you too. would benefit <laughs> just as much as the kid does. Yeah. So parents have got to be there too. They've got to be there and they've got to say, okay, I want you to go outside, but you know what? I'm going to go out with you. So it doesn't seem like rules for the, not Not for for me. me. Yeah. 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 No, I, you're absolutely right. You do have to go out with them. Um, We're fortunate that our kids choose to go outside frequently. Um, That took time. Yeah, it did take time. And I'd like to say too, that you and I have kind of worked and parented in very, 
lots of different situations. Like, you know, we both worked full time up until I had, we had our fourth child. Um, uh, we both worked full time and you coached seemingly every day of the week. <laughs> During the season, it was one yes. season, but I believe it was every day of the year. <laughs> um, the the thought and everything that you put into it. Yeah. Um, you know, we I was a stay at home mom, and you coached. Mm. I was a stay at home mom, and a few kids went to school. So you know, I do we do understand the getting everything ready, and the world seems crazy, and you're like, wow, I got one more thing to do, but. I think you find that this addition of one more thing kind of takes away from other kind of less important things. It It's like it, it narrows your focus to choosing to go outside is the important thing. And some of this stuff kind of starts to dissipate away. Yeah. If that makes, if that makes sense. It does. And I think also something, I don't know if you said it, if you did, I apologize, but at, at night, turning the Wi-Fi off. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff. Putting a limitation on when everyone is finished. Because you can get, like, kill switches and stuff that uh, turns off your internet. Um, or you could also just unplug the router. Yeah. Like, it's really not that complicated. Really you don't need to hire an electrician to do a kill all. switch or anything. Unplug just unplug it at yeah. night. Um, and it gives your body a break from, from the that. Wi-Fi that they've yeah. been around on. Because you're not going to be able, realistically, you are not able to mitigate every single non-native, you know, EMF that is thrown at you throughout the day. You can only control what you can control. And if you can find time to make contact with the earth, even, even kids, because they don't, you know, force them to put shoes on if they don't want to, um, touch a tree, touch a plant, something that is connected. Um, I think you'd notice a really, a really big difference in the the stress i think of everybody involved yeah i think some people might listen to this and say well is it really going to matter like, yes. is, is it really going to matter it a, is it going to make a difference, a difference? and does. we both can say as parents teachers we have five kids a lot of experience that yes it does make a difference and it absolutely does matter it does because i constantly i ask this question i ask that question to myself all of the time because you know, I guess self-doubt or whatever works its way in. But when our kids do extracurricular activities with other kids and they have the overwhelming, I think, feeling of of calm when they are in social, like when they are in settings compared to other kids who are seeking like attention. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that that's a whole other conversation, yeah. but it's like they're so wired, probably in all sense of the of the word, mm-hmm. they're so wired that it's like they are literally bouncing off the walls. And you kind of learn that you can't bounce off walls when there are no walls. So going outside is is the answer. Right. And I think that. When you talk about young people today, they're they're always in structured settings. Yeah. So yeah. they go to school. They're told where to go, when they can go to the bathroom. Then they come home. Typically, they're for a short amount of time before they go to practice. Well, that's a structured yeah. setting. I think sometimes giving kids unstructured time outside without devices is unbelievably important. Because like you said about the social situations, our kids will be in social situations with other kids who are in school, in sports. 
And a lot of times if you just give them free time, they literally freeze. Not our kids. They do. Yeah, no, they're because our kids are very comfortable and and creative because we don't always police what they do. Like it's go play and figure something out. And that's that's a lost art in today's youth. But that's again a discussion for now. But that brings up another thought of, you know, when you're at the grocery store or if you're having to sit and you know, wait and wait for your child's practice or whatever it is to be finished. And let's say you have another little one and you are giving them a device to use. That is a bit of an issue because we are touching something that is radiating. It is seeking a signal from an antenna or from a Wi-Fi router. And so one solution is to turn it on airplane mode. And then obviously you can turn devices to red. Yeah. And then that way they're not touching something that is radiating and they're not visually looking at something that is, you know, dopamine stimulating, like, like a blue screen would be. And so, yeah, I, like I said, I just really feel for these kids who are constantly. You should do a looking uh, at, you should do a YouTube short and or reel on how to change your phone to red. In yeah, case I, people, I know a yeah. lot of people that see our phones Gosh, when they're turned to red. Yeah. They'll say, how do you do that? And so this would be like a really easy tutorial that if you did it, save it as a highlight and they go, here you go. Like, yeah, that's that's a good idea. I could do that. Yeah. I mean, those, it's just like, like we said though, you can't, you can't control all that they're, that like all that we're being, all that is being thrown at us. You just control what you can, you know, turning off the Wi-Fi is a really simple thing. A, A better might be going back to ethernet you know, going to grounded internet. I think about AirPods and I think about AirPods with, you know, cause it's constantly communicating with Bluetooth, which is then obviously another form of that radiation. And then you have kids walking around with braces with metal in their mouth. And you're just thinking, Oh my gosh, this is like a, a, conductor. a conductor of things to go wrong through the body, especially mm-hmm. in the head. And you think about detoxing. Oh my gosh, I can't, I just feel really, <laughs> it just is very worrisome to me. Because you you want to set your kids up for a life of wellness and not a life of sickness. And I'm just really fearful of like hormonal cancers that will start happening sooner and sooner in kids. So I think the moral of this story is control the controllables. Yeah. So you cannot or probably won't be able to ever mitigate a lot of the things that happen at school on a day-to-day basis. But no. you can definitely do your part at home, at home yeah. helping them get some break a break from those yeah. things and i think that a lot of people will be will be fearful of the pushback it might be there but it probably won't last as long as again you're doing it with them talk about your walking challenge oh, yeah. things like that but you can plug your ebook if you want yeah if you're interested i have a rewilding guide and it includes a 60 day kind of i don't hate to say a challenge, but it's just kind of a way to track 60 days of walking with your family. I encourage you to take a picture each day and then print them out. And uh, it's fun to look back on because you'll definitely create some memories. And I think that is one of the biggest takeaways about removing yourself from technology all the time is the return of communication. Yeah, you should uh, definitely... Start at the winter solstice coming up. Mm, yeah. That would be a good time to start. So we're going to start. We're going to yeah, do we'll go one. We'll go back to it again. Yeah. We use the hashtag, maybe like rewild your family. Mm. Tag you on Instagram. Look at you. You're such an idea guy. What do you know? You're a content creator. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
All right. All right. <laughs> so thanks for joining us and um, have a great day. And like always, just go outside. See you next Thursday.